Hey everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. We're getting close to the end of May already. Um, I don't know where a lot of you are listening, but here in North Carolina, it's finally starting to get hot, so it's exciting about that. We get to go spend some time at the pool with the kids, so I hope wherever you're at, you're getting to do the same thing. This week, we're going to jump into it. It's called Calling Sin, Sin. And this is really, honestly, for all the believers out there, this is a message for the church um, I'm going to start with 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7, um, and I'm going to tie it back into last week and then go into what um, made me want to talk about this this week. So, like I said, starting with 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 7, it says, You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. So the verse I really want to highlight there, and and you're gonna you'll see how I tie this into kind of what I'm what I felt like this weekend is verse number five. Second Timothy chapter three, verse five, it says they will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. That's the New Living Translation. The NIV, it says, having a form of godliness, but, but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. And so where I want to go with this is honestly just a call to a lot of pastors out there, a lot of um, believers out there who are trying to justify a sinful life. And if you if you're listening and you're a believer, even if you're not a believer and you see a lot of these pastors out there on TikTok or social media or whatever it may be, there's a lot of pastors out there trying to justify people in their sin. They're trying to justify a life of sin and they're going directly in opposition of what the word of God says. So last last week if you haven't listened, we talked about abortion. We talked about the Roe v. Wade, and I'm not going to go too far into that. Um, but pretty much abortion's wrong, and that's our stance on it. And as a believer, that's what it should be. And so I'm going to tie that back in with sin is sin. It's time that we as believers stand firm on the Word of God and call sin, sin. I can look at you and tell you that abortion is wrong, period. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I will stand true on that all day long. Proverbs Chapter 6, verse 17, it says that one of the seven things that God's, God hates is the shedding of innocent blood. And last week I went into it. I don't think there's anything more innocent. And so that's where, so last week it kind of started. And then what I saw this week and the reason why I wanted to get into to this episode was I was on TikTok. And I saw a guy, and I can't remember the name. It was a bishop something something or rather. And if you go look at his little bio, it said that he was trying to teach the Word of God and teach people, help them further their faith. Well, his post said, if you 
ban gay marriage, then you can't condemn gay premarital sex, is what the Post said. And so I started reading a couple comments, which that is just a ridiculous statement in itself. Those two things are not in correlation. They're both wrong. There's not... You call one okay, and if you call one okay, then you can call the other one bad. Or No, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Sin is sin. And Scripture is very evident on what is right and what is wrong. It tells us what sin is. It tells us how to live our lives. And so what we're seeing in the church, and a lot of pastors, or they're getting up here, or leaders of the church, or just Christians in general, they're getting up there and they're trying to use scripture to justify a sinful life so that they can get more people in the church. We drove past the church um, about 30 minutes away from our hometown here in Mooresville, and it was a Presbyterian church that had a huge gay pride flag out there. And they tied it in with, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember right, they somehow tied it into their kids' ministry, but they were pretty much appealing to homosexuals and saying that it's okay is what the sign pretty much said. That's wrong. That is in direct opposition of the Bible. The pastor of that church should be addressed immediately. Immediately. And if I went to that church, I would call them out immediately. Because it's wrong. And I'm not saying to be a jerk about it. I'm not saying to be rude about it. If you guys are listening, or if if I've got any new listeners this week, if you go back and listen to my episodes about compassion without compromise, I'm probably going to come back to that in every single episode that I do. True love is correction. Correction through Scripture is true love. If you don't correct a brother or sister in Christ with biblical Scripture, then what are you doing? See, I believe that we've gotten to a point in this country where a true believer, someone who has dedicated their lives to serving the Father, we have got to stand up and correct these people, not out of hatred, but out of love, so that we don't we don't stray people down the wrong path. And so, to go further with the homosexual part, because that's the huge one in the church right now, I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. And one of the things that the guy said in this post that I was talking about earlier on TikTok, he told a guy that homosexuality isn't a sin. He said that in his post, in the comments in the post. He said, is homosexuality really a sin? Does the Bible really say that? And I've heard a couple people ask me that. And the answer is yes. Yes, clear as day. And I'm going to read it to you right now. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verses 9. Or do you not know what wrongdoers will, will do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That was the NIV. We'll read the New Living Translation for you. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't fool yourself. 
And this is what I would say to pastors who are trying to lead people down the wrong path. Do not fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or worship idols or commit adultery or male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or abusive or cheap people, none of these people will inherit the kingdom of God. But here's the important thing, and this is what the message to anyone out there who is saying that we have a hateful message against homosexuals, homosexuals excuse me, is this right here. Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. The message is not a message of hate. It's a redemption story. Okay, the people who are out there in America right now pushing for abortion, pushing pushing for homosexuality, pushing for um, boys can be girls and girls can be boys or whatever it may be. It's, this is where I would go to. Some of you were once like that, and unfortunately, we are looking at a world, we are looking at America full of people like this. But here's the great thing. If you accept Jesus, then it says right here, you were made holy, you were made right with God by calling on His Son, the Lord, Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. What a redemption story, because that's for all of us. So when I go and correct someone on homosexuality or abortion or um, transgenderism, anything in the LGBTQ+, whatever it may be, it's not a message of hate. It's a redemption story that I want you to partake in because I've partaken in it. With homosexuality, no. But listen to all the other things that are... See, this is what I want people to get at. It's not just homosexuality, okay? Listen to everything that it just... Everything that it just said will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's not just homosexuality. It says sexual sin, worshiping of idols, committing adultery, um, thieves, greedy people, drunks, abusive, people who cheat people. All of these people. It's not picking out one sin and harping on people who live in that sin. It's all of them. It's all of them. It doesn't matter what what life of sin you fall into. There is a redemption story through the blood of Jesus Christ that we all are that we all have access to as long as the people in leadership of the church are preaching truth from the bible not telling you that you can indulge in your sin and that it'll be okay because god doesn't hate you it's okay it's not okay it's not okay to continue to live in that life is it okay that you were once in it once you remain yeah once once you've been cleansed and made right with God, then then the past doesn't matter. The past does not matter. What you've done in the past, it's been made right by God. It says right here in Corinthians, it was made right by God because you called on Jesus Christ. See, Jesus is there for all of us. Are you going to call on him? That's the question. And is the church preaching that you have to call on him? You call and he answers, guaranteed, 1,000% of the time. But I'm going to tell you when he's not going to answer. He's not going to answer when you're telling people to continue to indulge in their sins and not call on him. There's nothing to be answered there. And I cannot sit back and watch the church continue to do this every single day. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Tyler Campbell at Faith Over Fear, I'm going to start calling people out. Not in a mean way. Not to, not to you know, cause arguments and not to call Caleb, but because I believe so strongly in the truth of scripture. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're out there and you're listening to this episode and you firmly believe in scripture, 
then it's time that you pick it up, it's time that you dive into it, and it's time that you correct the leaders out there that are straying people down the wrong path. It's time that the church stand up and stop stop leading people down the wrong path. I want to read 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7 again, because the last one I think is important. This is what it says, starting in verse 5. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. See, what this is saying is, is stay away from the people, stay away from the churches and the leaders who are telling you all these cool, good things that you want to hear to puff you up because all they're trying to do is take advantage of, an, of a vulnerable mindset to get you in the door and to get more money and more butts and seats. That's what they're trying to do. I would challenge these pastors, and I would encourage you to challenge these pastors, challenge these leaders, challenge these people of faith who continually try to indulge in sin and encourage people to indulge in, in sin I would encourage you, are you doing this to get money? Are you doing this to get butts in the seat so your church can be bigger and you can be the next famous pastor on TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or whatever it is? Or do you care about salvation? Because I care about salvation. And through the scripture I've shared with you today, salvation uh, comes from calling on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that can make you right with God. That's it. And I want to encourage you guys, go back and read 1 Corinthians 6 and 2 Timothy 3. Read the whole scripture. And I want to encourage you guys, I did this last week and I'm going to do it again this week. If there's something that you think that, if there's something that you don't agree with, if there's something that you want to discuss, there's something that you want more information on, or you just want to debate, email me at tyler.faithoverfear at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook. I'd be more than happy to have a discussion with you guys. But what I know is that we as the church and we as believers, we have got to start calling sin, sin. No more beating around, beating around the bush. No more shying away from it because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Because let me tell you something. You shying away from wanting to hurt someone's feelings, yeah, their feelings might not get hurt today, but what did you just do to their soul for eternity? And seriously think about it that way. By not sharing the truth of the word of God and allowing people to indulge in their sin because you're too scared to hurt their feelings, what is that doing to their soul for eternity? At the end of the day, I love Jesus and I know Jesus loves me and I want everyone to experience that same love, that same salvation. But it cannot come until we get true in the Bible and we call sin, sin, and we have these people understand what repentance is and then call on the Lord Jesus Christ. Then they will be made right with God. I appreciate you tuning in this week, guys. As usual, I want to encourage you, please do not shy away from sharing your faith and stand 1000% on the truth of the word of God. And I want to encourage you guys, do what I'm doing. Read through the Bible front to back in a year, dig into scripture, because this is what I know. In today's, in today's world, we have to be ready for anything that comes our way. And we have to know what the scripture says. We have to know what our faith says. We have to. 
So I appreciate it, guys. I want to encourage you guys this week. Share the truth of the gospel. Love on one another. Compassion without compromise. Continue to live out that message in your lives. I appreciate you tuning in. I love you guys. We'll see you next week.